0: Let's take out the
1: trash day. Friday. I mean, what is it? Any stories we have to give the press that we're not wild about, we give them all in a lump on Friday. Why
2: do you do it on Friday?
0: Because no one reads the paper on Saturday.
2: But we do. I'm Yael Grower.
0: And I'm Jimmy Jenkins, and this is the Monday morning dumpster dive.
2: It was the Friday before Christmas when all through the house, A multinational corporation settled a major investor lawsuit.
0: Yael, that doesn't rhyme and the holidays are over. What are you talking about?
2: Clearly you missed one of the last news dumps of the year. Remember Halliburton?
0: Yeah, Dick Cheney's old company. I remember them. They work in oil fields and dabble in global domination or something, right? Were they in the news?
2: Well, barely. They took advantage of the holiday calendar to disclose the settlement of a 14-year-old lawsuit. Jeremy Owens is a San Francisco bureau chief and technology editor at MarketWatch. He says the company has been fighting with investors over disclosures about construction projects and asbestos liability disclosure claims.
1: This lawsuit actually made it to the Supreme Court twice and was actually still being argued back in a lesser court. Um, the, The thing here is that Halliburton really wanted to fight standards for investor class action lawsuits on the same issue. Right. So they bought a company and, you know, Halliburton provides a lot of construction equipment. That's one of its many businesses. It bought a big rival in that same space, Dresser Industries, also based in Texas. And they ended up with all of these suits about asbestos and other caustic chemicals in construction equipment. And they ended up settling that one, I want to say in 2005, for somewhere just south of $6 billion. It's between 5 and $6 billion. So investors sued them for not disclosing properly the possibility of those uh, cases costing them that much money. So this is something that had been going on, you know, they've already paid billions of dollars. They've already gone through all these court fights. And now these investors are trying to sue them for not knowing that they would go through all of that and have to pay it. So I think it was just them standing up and saying, no more, we're done. and, And also hoping to kind of knock back the ability for investors to file class action lawsuits at the same time.
0: Halliburton announced the settlement between 6 and 7 p.m. Eastern on Friday, the 23rd of December.
1: And, and the funniest thing about the press release that announced it, it was very short. It was about 220 words, a third of which or so was just a description of where the case was in the crazy maze of courts that they'd gone through. But they found time to point out that their insurance was going to pay half of the cost or nearly half the cost, like $44 million of the $100 million and that they were not going to pay, and the lawyers were going to have to get their money out of that settlement as well. So it was a nice little cheap shot that, you know, this doesn't hurt us that much, uh, even after 14 years and, and all that's gone on.
2: But that's not all. There was another Friday night news dump by Halliburton, also on Christmas Eve Eve. This one has to do with a potential acquisition of a drilling equipment company based in Russia. If you've been watching the news, you know we're not exactly besties with Russia right now. But Jeremy says diplomatic spats don't always dictate business deals.
1: Sometimes it really depends on the company itself and how its dealings are in that company and Halliburton has deep ties in Russia. The the announcement they sent out was actually saying we have applied with the Russian Anti-Monopoly Federation to make sure that they're not going to have a problem with this if the deal goes through. So if, you know, if Russia is feeling kind of salty toward the U.S. and American companies, um, then yeah, that I guess that could affect it. But it's it's a question that, that really depends on per company and what exactly they're trying to do. But that could be a reason why Halliburton would want to try to make sure this gets as little publicity as possible.
0: So why does it matter to the rest of us how a big company like Halliburton operates?
1: The world is a college of corporations, inexorably determined by the immutable bylaws
0: of business. As we've seen with the appointment of Exxon CEO to Secretary of State, we're living in an age where the line between business interests and government is becoming harder to distinguish.
1: Many people think the U.S. has fought wars over oil. Oil especially is a very important global business. Um, And the companies that are uh, large and entangled in this business are important global players. The the globalization of industry just in general is important, and we have to watch out, and it's causing issues um, like the Exxon CEO being very good buddies with Vladimir Putin and now being Secretary of State. If we're going to move into especially a period, I mean, the the Halliburton CEO – when the deal was made for dresser, which led to the asbestos and construction-related suit, which led to this suit that just ended that we're talking about, was led by Dick Cheney at that time in 1998 when they acquired uh, dresser. That was like Dick Cheney's signature move as CEO of Halliburton, and it happened two years before he became vice president of the United States. So if we're moving into this area where business leaders... Transition into government leaders, we definitely need to pay more attention to these large companies that target potential government leaders as leaders of their own companies.
2: Why Halliburton would bury both these stories is a little confusing since they're not exactly huge news for the company. I'm
1: flabbergasted that they would do this, and and the structure of this Friday night dump is amazing that they can dump it on the Friday before Christmas, which was on a Sunday. So nobody's paying attention because the Monday is a holiday. It's just this trick of the calendar that allows them to be able to dump this news that they have to disclose, you know, both to investors and to the SEC on successive Fridays before a holiday weekend when absolutely nobody is going to be paying attention. And this is not huge news for Halliburton. The, the major thing is that they tried to hide it.
0: Jeremy Owens is the San Francisco Bureau Chief and Technology Editor at MarketWatch. Find him on Twitter at jowens510. I'm Jimmy Jenkins.
2: And I'm Al Grower, and we'll catch you next time on the Monday Morning Dumpster Dive.